Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Monday and welcome to yet another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host Andy Goldstein. I say another, I mean it's the first one of the week, but you understand where I'm coming from. Anyway, we start with Darren Bent's boot room with his special guest Alex Crook and Darren Ambrose reacting to a bonkers day in the Premier League, including that game where Aston Villa spanked, hammered, embarrassed, tore apart the so-called champions of the Premier League, Liverpool, by seven, yes, seven, S-E-V-N, seven goals to two. Laughter track. (laughs) Aston Villa seven, Liverpool two. Jack Grealish, no mistake this time. Klopp has got to go. He's got to go. I'm sorry, he's got to go. Who's got to go? Klopp. Klopp has got got to go, mate. Come on. Uh, You're an Everton fan, aren't you? You're Everton fan, aren't you? Listen to me. I know I'm not a a scouser, but how many times have we got got to address these uh, defensive issues? He has to go. We're, We're considering seven to Villa. It should have been nine. Ten. Won the Premier League last season. Last season. And the Champions right. League. And then the right. Champions League the season what? before. Are you sure you're a Liverpool fan, Aaron? Liverpool when, when did you start supporting Liverpool? Right. <laughs> Liverpool fans always get berated if we're talking about a pass. You bought me talking about a pass. I'm talking about it now. Aston Villa have absolutely spanked us today. It's a bad game. It's a bad day at the office to say Klopp needs to go. is It's an outrageous comment. Yeah, mate, come on. He said last week that we take risks by playing a high line. We've been showed up here by Villa. All the things you should not do in a football game we did tonight. But all the credit to Aston Villa because they forced us to do that. So, like, Watkins was for us tonight in that in how we played undefendable pretty much. Yeah, he, he could keep all the balls. He didn't only score goals. He caused us problem everywhere. Aston Villa 4, Liverpool 1. Ollie Watkins with his hat-trick goal. Brilliant ball. Space. Everybody stood still in Liverpool's defence but driven across and there was the head of Watkins to smash it into the back of the net. Absolutely brilliant. The work rate and the work ethic that the lads put into that game today when Jurgen Klopp says wow to you at the end uh, you know you've done something right and the players were tremendous tonight executed the game plan perfectly but the sheer work rate from all the players and it's against an exceptional team and Manchester United fans you can just fast forward this bit there's no need to hear what happened yesterday as Jose Mourinho Spurs won I haven't got the result in front of me but they scored more than the Man United team that scored one goal was that no it couldn't have been six that was so stupid Anyway, we can hear now from both the special one, but first, here's Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Kane pauses. Now, the quick step up, smashes it in. And De Gea, well, he's on the floor, prostrate as Harry Kane has just cracked in number six from the penalty spot. Well, it was bad already. And now, it is Manchester United 1, 
Tottenham Hotspur 6. It's just a horrible feeling. It's the worst day I've had uh, as a Man United uh, manager or player. But um, I've been part of big defeats before and we've bounced back. So we've just got to let the boys who go away on internationals go try to find their mojo themselves. And the, the others that are going to stay here, we've got to help them. He's clearly a nice guy. I think he's too nice. I don't know what he's saying in the dressing room, whether he's picking one or two or well, five or six players out today and really going at them, really give them that hairdryer treatment that he's been, he's been in the dressing room with one of the best in Sir Alex Ferguson doing that. I can't see him being that man to do that. And if you're not that guy, these players know it. And like we said, a few of them smiling at the end of the game. Can you imagine Roy Keane being out there if a few of them were smiling? It just wouldn't have happened. I think that's the biggest biggest downer for me today is how they didn't seem that bothered to be battered 6-1. The result is a surprise, obviously. You don't expect to come here and to win 6-1. It's something that happens once in, in a lifetime. I can come here... 20 more times, I don't believe that I'm going to win again for 6-1. It happened. Sometimes against 10 you play bad and the team against 10 played very well, very serious, very respectful, uh, respecting football, respecting Manchester United, respecting the tradition of this club, which is a club that they never give up. We didn't took it on the funny side of it, we took it on the respectful side of it. An incredible victory, but the most important thing is three points. Now, this is the Weekend Breakfast Show with Natalie Sawyer and Tony Cascarino and Alex Cook discussing Edison Cavani and his expected move to Manchester United. Here, the two of them disagree over whether he's actually worth £210,000 a week. I think Cavani is a little bit of a panic buy. I'm not sure he was even second or third on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's list and it is a worry when you mentioned the figures involved. Our understanding is that personal terms have been agreed on a two-year contract. Cavani flying into Manchester today to undergo a medical, but he's 33 and and, and he just smacks of a lack of forward that, planning. Alex, in this Alex, that's young. 33 is not old. <laughs> and you might say, well, it's old for a footballer. There are, Jamie Vardy's 33, yeah? Yeah, but... Yeah, but what? Would you chuck 210 grand a week at him at this yes. moment in time? I would for two years, Jamie Vardy. Yeah, I would if I could, yeah. I, I because he'll get you goals. He'll get you 20 I goals. Think, I think the frustration, I saw a tweet from the Suns, Duncan Wright, last night. and That's effectively the difference between what they've offered for Jaden Sancho and what Borussia Dortmund were holding out for. What would be the better long-term acquisition? Uh, look, I think that deal will be possible. It's just not possible this summer. It might be next summer. I, obviously, United are doing what many big clubs in Europe would, you know, they're not prepared to go that little bit more. Apart from Chelsea, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Manchester United, Liverpool haven't done it. You know, um, uh, Juve haven't done it this season. They're not going for that ridiculous Galactico signing that is just too expensive. Now, this is the former Manchester United striker, the legend that is Andy Cole, who had his say on the Sunday sessions on Cavani's imminent arrival at his old club, Manchester United. Not Newcastle. Of course, he's never going to go to Newcastle United, is he? Manchester United. 33. He's won trophies, big trophies. You know, he'll go there and I think he'll really look forward to uh, playing for Manchester United. Hopefully, it works out for him like a Slatan. Slatan was unbelievable. Not just around the place, but as a person. I, I spent a bit of time with him what a funny guy he is and always believing in himself but always try to bring the, the uh, rest of the team on as well. If you look at uh, Cavani's record, he's an individual who get the little tap-ins. 
is an individual who picked the ball up, might take on a couple of plays and, and put it in the top bin. So he, he has those qualities, you know. If you've watched him over his career, wherever he's gone, it was like I, I watched him numerous times when he was at PSG. Some of the goals he was getting there, you know, were real, real good quality striker goals. And that's what Manchester United need. Yeah, we can talk about, yeah, they need a centre-half, we can talk about they need a left-back, they need a midfield. But the, the list could be endless. But now they've got a proven goal scorer who you know can score goals especially in the Premier League. Martial is a baby. He's still learning learning his job. You know, we all know just how good a player he is. But on the flip side of that, he can be a little bit inconsistent as well. I think a lot of Manchester United fans want to see him do it week in, week out. Now, someone like Cavani coming in, I think they are saying to themselves, right, we know what we're going to get. Proven goal scorer. He works extremely hard. He'll score all types of goals. And Manchester United hunters, you know, everyone around the club loves an individual who can score goals. Yeah, the Wales manager and Manchester United legend Ryan Giggs joined Johnny Owen and friends on Sunday morning and also spoke about Cavani's potential move to Old Trafford. Gareth Bale's return to the Premier League and looked ahead to his Wales team coming up against England on Thursday. My second game was against Uruguay and uh, Cavani scored. I was really impressed with him. Uh, his work rate, his quality. It's just whether uh, how quickly he beds in. You know, mm. we have had sort of South Americans who haven't really come and done it, you know, Falcao, Di Maria, Sanchez, but Cavani with his work rate, you expect him to make an impact. And I think, you know, United need a centre forward and needed that sort of target man to to um, to look at and score the goals and, and, and make that difference. And, you know, hopefully he can do that. Into the centre, battle against the goalkeeper, clicks it over the top of the advancing Johar. There's your 100 million pound man, Gareth He's a brilliant pro, Gareth. Forget about his quality that everyone you know knows about, but he's actually a really good professional, tactically really good, um, and a, a good leader, a good person to have in the dressing room, and he leads both on and off the pitch. So uh, I've got no doubts that he'll do well. He's got the experience, he's got obviously the quality, and a club that he knows. So I'm really excited. I'm just excited as everyone to, to see him in the Premier League again. <laughs> Whether it's rugby or football, I think you know. Obviously, Wales, England, always a big game, and yeah, it's um, it's a difficult one to sort of get that balance because obviously the game that the sort of um, you can win points is on the Sunday against Ireland, and yeah, right. I suppose yeah. it's the same for England. But we want to keep this momentum up. We realise it's going to be difficult because England are a, a very good team with a lot of good players, but um, we're excited. You know, these are the games that you want to be involved in. And don't forget that England-Wales game is live on Thursday on TalkSport. And of course, straight after, you can have your say on my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm. Now, on Friday's edition of The Pod, you may recall Tyson Fury said this about Anthony Joshua. Play audio. He didn't say play audio. I'm telling my producer to... Oh, you'll understand. Just listen. Tell AJ to grow a pair and let's step up in December and fight. I'm ready to go. I don't need a big long training camp. If Wilder don't happen, let's fight in December and give the fans what they want to see. Well, this is AJ's promoter, Eddie Hearn, responding to Fury on the Jim White Show. He knows that we have an agreement to fight Pulev next, and he has an agreement to fight Deontay Wilder next, by the way. So anything he says about, yeah, make the fight now for December, it's all hot air. His problem is his problem. They don't know what they're doing. We're fighting on December 12th against Kubrat Pulev. He knows that. He He don't know what he's doing. They're walking around every day. They have no plan of what they're doing. What we're prepared to do is sign a contract now to do these two fights. 
we're not. I, I don't see this fight happening behind closed doors. You're going to be leaving hundreds of millions of dollars, you know, on the on the floor. But as I said to Bob Arum the other day, we will sign this contract now to fight Tyson Fury. Two fights in 2021. It's an absolute must. A must. You know, if people say, "Oh, they don't want the fight." What do you think? Ty, what do you think Anthony Joshua wants really? There's nowhere else to go. He's beating everybody else. When you look at Tyson Fury's resume, he's had two fantastic wins, and that was Deontay Wilder and Vladimir Klitschko. Yeah. And I don't know how long he's been a pro, but my God, I mean, it's 10, 12, 13 years, however long it is. AJ's been a pro since 2013, and already his resume is Dillian White, Vladimir Klitschko, Alexander Povetkin, Joseph Parker, Andy Ruiz, Carlos Takam. You know, he's still he's still a relative baby, but his resume is fantastic, and he's continuously proved that he will fight the best. Back now to game day exclusive on Sunday and there was another bonkers result in the Premier League as Leicester went down 3-0 at home to West Ham. A real crazy weekend of football. Anyway, TalkSport's Joe Shannon spoke to both managers after the game. We can hear from West Ham's assistant, Alan Irvine. But first, the Foxes boss, Brendan Rodgers. Boyd puts it past him and West Ham are giving Leicester a Sunday roasting and Jared Boyd has made it 3-0. What a performance this has been for West Ham United and Leicester set for defeat for the first time this season. Yeah, we were nowhere near the level. Uh, West Ham deserved to win the game for sure. They um, they were excellent. But we didn't start the game with the, the aggression and then giving away the pro goals against a good team that defended well. That was going to be uh, that was going to be tough for us. So um, yeah, disappointing in terms of the overall performance. High ball through into the penalty area for Nows finishes 2-0 to West Ham. A lightning quick counter-attack. The ball was ballooned high up into the air. Fornals caressed it onto his left foot, charged into the penalty area, smacked it past Kasper Schmeichel. And isn't this a turn-up for the books in the East Midlands? I'm sure you've spoken to David. How pleased is he with what's happened today? Yeah, delighted, obviously. Um, it it kind of makes it a little bit less frustrating for him uh, when, he's, when he's seen that kind of performance and that kind of result. To back up what happened last week, how vital was that and how important is that for confidence among the players now? I would say that's that's massive. You saw the, the reaction of uh, of Lucas and Angelo about keeping a clean sheet again and you know these these things have to be important and the, and they've become important to, to the, the players. I, I thought the, the way the team worked you know, right the way through the game was was fantastic, and and we were a huge threat when we when we went forward. Now this is game day. Your verdict, Saturday night's phone-in show with Faker others and Gabby Agbonlahor looking back at the action in the Premier League. They chatted about Everton's win against Brighton, but first they were joined by Danny Mills reacting to Leeds United's one-one draw with Manchester City. of the corner, high into the penalty, Edison comes and flaps, and Rodrigo has scored the equaliser, his first goal for Leeds United, and it comes against Manchester City, Edison with a hapless flap at the ball, and it was Rodrigo who was quickest to react, and Leeds are level. The way that Leeds play is unlike any other team on the planet, and I think, you know, even Pep Guardiola would say that himself. And it takes time to get used to his, his system. You know, Pervader's been there six months. Mm. You know, and he's only now getting on, you know, he's coming off the bench. Bielsa only now trusts him, you know, to come on and, and play. And he was magnificent mm. because the fitness levels you've got to have 
to play yeah. for Leeds, but the demands that Bielsa puts on you are just yeah. so extreme. Jordan Pickford making the wrong decision, not committing well enough there, but Trossard providing the, the instant shot, and then Pickford, he's just got to hold it, hasn't he? You can't drop it in your six-yard box. This Everton side now, they've got winners in there, players that have won major trophies around Europe. They're going to want to go and do as, as good as they can this season in the league, and they don't want a keeper who keeps making these mistakes. It's going to cost them points. Yeah. And I feel like it's the same for England. Are we going to wait till he makes a mistake against Belgium and cost cost us the game in like a big game? We need to think about going forward now and changing the number one to either Henderson or Pope. And Arsenal beat Sheffield United 2-1 at the Emirates thanks to goals from England new boy Bakio Saka and Nicolas Pepe. We can hear now from both managers, but first Saka on his amazing week. What a start for this young man. And this was a gorgeous team goal from Arsenal as well. It's been a very, very special week. You know, I'm so happy. My family's so happy and, you know, they're so proud of me. So I just want to continue to have, continue to work hard every day and push myself to be the best player I can be. Talk Sport. Sports Update. Gareth Southgate has handed first senior England call-ups to Harvey Barnes, Bukayo Saka and Dominic Calvert-Lewin. I was on the... Um, they're playing, you know, um, we're going to Liverpool, we're playing them in the evening and um, my phone was on aeroplane mode and I've taken it off and as soon as I've taken it off I've seen a message from a woman obviously that I, I didn't know um, until now and she's texting me saying we're pleased to confirm that you've been selected for the England national team and you know I literally froze, I was just staring at my phone in shock, I was so happy, I was there for five minutes and until Lacazette had to come and hit me on my head and say come on we have to get off the plane, that's how long I was, I was there for so... Yeah, it was a very, very proud moment. And we finished the podcast with the Trans Europe Express with Danny Kelly, Andy Brassel, and the gangs talking all things, uh, oh yeah, European football. Tim, I just wanted to ask, actually, talking of young players, um, Facundo Palestri looked like he was going to France and now he might be ending up at Manchester United. Tell us a bit about this deal and why Manchester United fans should be excited about him. Well, yeah, I'm, I, I like this player a lot. really like him, but I'm a bit worried. I'm worried that this could be the wrong move to the wrong club at the wrong time. We shall see. Uh, it looked, as you said, looked as if he was off to Leon. I watched him on, on Wednesday night play for his Uruguayan club, Peñarol. He was supposed to go straight off to France to get that deal sorted out, but he would then stay in Uruguay to the end of the year. Instead of which, United have come in with a bid where it, where it looks like we'll take him now. I can't see them using him too much now though he's a lovely little player he he reminds me a little bit and City were interested in him in a while back and I could see that because he reminds me a little bit of David Silva he's that kind of playmaker uh, he's beautifully balanced there's, there's a, lot, a lot of fluidity about his play he can get into the box as well but from a physical point of view he is really going to suffer really going to suffer and, and, and he's only 18 he hasn't been a first team player at Peñarol for very long and you can see that physically he's, he's struggling with South American club football Europe you know when he's up against those wardrobes on wheels I, I think it's uh, unless this career is handled correctly step by step I worry that this could be a bridge too far
Well, that's it for another podcasty thing. I'm back tonight, of course, with Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm, where obviously we'll be talking about Liverpool's Tonkin, and if we've got time, we'll talk Man United, but I doubt we'll have time on tonight's three-hour show. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily podcasts out first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to make sure you get it. Until then, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.